You're listening to DraftKings Network. Julian Edlow here for a Wednesday, March 29th edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. Uh, Final Four edition. We're going to welcome in a guest, Paulie Howard from VSIN, one of the co-hosts of Follow the Money. We're going to talk both games, FAU, San Diego State, and UConn, Miami. Uh, give out some plays, some leans for those games, as well as uh, futures for the NCAA tournament that are still available. Um, give out an NBA play for Thursday as well while we're here. Let's dive into it on Unreasonable Odds. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. All right, we're going to welcome in a guest on Unreasonable Odds pre- presented by DraftKings from our friends over at VSIN Live. You know him from Follow the Money, co-host Pauly Howard. Pauly, how you doing, man? All right, thanks for the time. How are you? Of course, of course. Doing well. Excited for uh, excited for the Final Four. Uh, we've talked to tournament on on your show in the mornings on, on Follow the Money on VSIN uh, kind of throughout it. It's been wild. Uh, there's been some bad beats. There's obviously been, I don't even want to say unexpected, like underdogs win early in the tournament. That happens. There's 48 games on the Thursday through Sunday uh, madness. 16 underdogs won outright. That's kind of normal. What's not normal is that it's the first time ever that no one seed made the Elite Eight. It's the right. heavyweights getting knocked out early that makes it kind of different. So before we start talking Final Four, Paul, what are what are just your thoughts overall on how the tournament has has gone so so far, what's been most unexpected for you? What's gone the way you thought, etc. Uh, well, from the get go, I was shocked that a twelve didn't beat a five, uh, and that was almost five yeah. to one to cash, and that happened right off the bat because everyone picks a, fi- a twelve, and a lot of people like the twelves against the fives. And here's Miami in the final four, and Drake had him dead and buried uh, in that game. Uh, Fairly Dickinson, of course, the biggest upset in the history of the tournament. What they were able to accomplish. Early on, I know the players had a rough go of it because the unders kept cashing. I was disappointed in the three-point shooting, but I can't put that entirely on the players. The officials have been letting them play, and then the ball's been a big story with Super Bowl and, 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 and Flake Gate, and it's too slick. So that was a problem. And just the, the unlikely Final Four and a team from Conference USA can win the whole thing. So it's, uh, it's, been, it's been definitely uh, crazy with the madness and how this played out and all the unders. But I, I think we have a, a pretty good final four, but I think the best team is UConn and they're going to get it done in the end. I agree with you there. And we'll, we'll kind of finish up with that, I guess, but let's start with the earlier game on Saturday. Let's start with the more unlikely game. We have a mountain West team and a conference USA team playing a final four game, San Diego state against yep. FAU. Uh, I can talk myself into both sides of this game. If I'm picking a winner, ultimately, I I would bet San Diego State. And what I think the difference maker for me would be, before we get your analysis, you talked about three-point shooting. 
Three-point shooting in the tournament, the overall percentage, I believe, is about 31%. FAU in those Sweet 16 and Final and uh, Sweet 16 and Elite Eight games, they shot 17 of 50 from downtown, 34%, a little bit above tournament average, but they like to shoot the three. San Diego State's three-point defense has been nails. You got Creighton and Alabama, two yep. high-powered offenses. The Aztecs forced them to shoot five of 44, I believe it is, from downtown. So if that three-point defense can limit FAU, that's the one thing that I have my eye on in this game that can turn it one way, and that would be towards the Aztecs. Um, I haven't gotten around to playing it yet, but if I do by Saturday, that'll be the side. Your, your thoughts on this game, Paulie? Yeah, I'm with you. I went back and forth on what's the what's the uh, better play, if it's the Aztecs or the under. But I, I land on San Diego State because of the defense, and as you mentioned, how they guard the three. It's just the, the the Creighton percentage, what they did against Bama. Furman was 6 of 26. Charleston was 5 of 24. And then you go back and look at the four teams they played in the tournament. Charleston averaged 80 a game. San Diego State held them to 57. Furman averaged 80 a game. They held them to 52. Bama, 81 a game, held them to 64. Creighton, 76 a game, held them to 56. And this might be a reach, but I like what Jay Wright said. After the game, about they asked him what happens now, meaning you go to the Final Four, and he said you keep the players as far away from the student body as possible because everyone wants a piece of them, and now yeah. they're, they're this great run, and now they're rock stars. So I think there's more to do in San Diego as opposed to Del Boga Vista, so what uh, Florida Atlantic has to deal with as well. So I, I, would, I would go with the Aztecs from that from that standpoint as well. Uh, but it, I just – I just think they're going to find a way to win a low-scoring game and get it done here. And great story with the Owls. And but you can also you cannot ignore the success of Conference USA that they are seventeen and one straight up in all these tournaments. They won the CBI. They're going to win the NIT, and now they got a team in the Final Four. Can we please get them an at-large bid one of these years? It's crazy. But I, I'm going to wind up on the on the Aztecs just because you mentioned at the top and the, the, the what they do defensively and how they guard the three. I think will be too much for Florida Atlantic, and at times, while it's a great story, Florida Atlantic, you saw it against Kansas State, they're too reckless and careless with the ball. And if, if they turn it over too much, I also think the Aztecs will, uh, can, can maybe win comfortably. Yeah, not to diminish any of FAU's wins, because what they've done has been extremely impressive, but uh, San Diego State has certainly taken down the the better opponents between the two so far in the tournament, so they've they've kind of stepped it up a weight class. I will say, uh, talking speaking to the under, I did play the first half under in this one. I played it at under 61 and a half. Yes. Anything in that 60 and a half to 61 and a half neighborhood. I played the San Diego State first half under against Bama. I played it against Creighton. I thought I was going to lose it against Creighton because Creighton out of the gates was looking like they were on their normal 80 point pace. And then it just completely halted. San Diego State did what they do. So I think you look at FAU, they kind of got caught up in that pace with Tennessee. That first half played right out to Tennessee. It was 27 to 22 at half before FAU broke away in the second half. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm using the first half under as, as a play here in this game. Um, you know, it's a two-point spread, so overtime is always possible. I don't want to deal with the full game. I don't want to deal with FAU kind of ramping up the pace. I don't want to deal with late free throws. But uh, for, first half under for me on this one, I'm, I'm down with. Okay. Um, all right. Let's move to the later game, that being UConn and Miami. I think we were all ready for UConn and Texas here. Texas up 13. 
halfway or so through that second half, and Miami goes on a 37 to 17 run. Miami, you know, if we're regular season now, Miami's cracking the top 10 in the rankings. They just took down Houston and Texas in a weekend impressively. Um, High-powered offense. They they let Texas, allowed Texas to score 81 points and won that game. So, like you said, Miami was was dead. They were out of this tournament. Drake was going to be that 12-5 upset. They were done, and now here they are in the Final Four with two of the best wins of the season over the weekend. I haven't played this one on the spread. It seems about right, but I, I have to go with UConn in, in the game. So we'll just move forward now and say I'm, I'm playing UConn minus 125 on DK Sportsbook to win it all um, because I think they have such a good matchup on the other side of the bracket. Whoever wins that FAU San Diego State game, I don't think UConn's going to lose this game and it comes down to, to balance. And this is something we talked about on Follow the Money a couple of times the teams that rank highly in offensive and defensive adjusted efficiency on Ken Palm. UConn has that. They are dominant on both sides yep. of the ball right now. They're number one overall on Ken Palm. I think they're three on offense and uh, 14, I believe, on defense. 11 on defense, even higher. Um, they've got the size. They've got depth. They've got shooting. They have it all. Miami can score. They have good guards. That'll keep them in the game. But I don't see from a size perspective, rebounding, defense, uh, Miami ranks 104th in terms of adjusted defensive efficiency on Ken Palm. I don't see how they're going to stop yes. UConn. So it's UConn team total, 77 and a half. They've gone, they've gone 82 or more in every game but St. Mary's, who ranks top 10 defensively. So I'm going UConn over 77 and a half on the team total, and I'm just playing them to win it all. I think they're going to get through these next two games. Uh, so you mentioned you want to stay away from the shenanigans maybe at the end of the game with the fouling in the Florida Atlantic, which is a, a good opinion. Well, mm-hmm. with, with here, I, I like the over. I think UConn wins, and they win the whole thing. I also agree with your future bet. If you have – and there's so many people that have these huge future tickets now. Yeah. I think a good way to hedge if you have Florida Atlantic or San Diego State is to take UConn to win the whole thing. But you're also paying a tax here because UConn is ripped right through everybody what this point spread should be. Well, it appears the fluke was Drake as Miami closes on a 16 to one run to end the game. They were phenomenal against Indiana, had 20 offensive rebounds. They did whatever they wanted offensively. And I know they were shooting from the parking lot, but they take out Houston and then the comeback against Texas when they're down 12, win the game and they only make two threes in that game. But what Hurley and Connecticut have done, the game was over early against Gonzaga and they've been amazing in the second half. So I think there's points scored in this game to your point with Miami sitting there at 104. In defense, Miami doesn't defend, and UConn has been going right through people. Uh, the other thing is, whatever Hurley is selling at halftime and telling his team, bottle it up and sell it, because they've been a freight train in the second half as well. They were down at halftime against Iona, and what their performance in the second half was and looked like against St. Mary's. So I like the over in this game, even though it's risky business and from a historic standpoint in these cavernous arenas with the bad shooting backdrops. But I think you'll see a bit of a track meet. And I also think it's correlated to me. If Miami's going to win this game, it's got to be high scoring. They have to outscore them because they don't defend. They're going to have to knock down shots. But I, I, I just I think you're paying a little bit of a tax on UConn if they win by margin. But I think there'll be plenty of points scored in this game. And ultimately, UConn uh, wins the whole thing as they've just been been so good in this entire tournament. Yeah, they're uh, they're hands down the best team left in in the field, which doesn't always mean something. We've seen a lot of really good teams go down in fluky situations so far, but I, I think with where we're at, UConn is is the side even even with the tax. Um, 
Pauly, any anything else on NCAA tournament on the Final Four that that jumps out to you uh, before we wrap? Uh, not so much on the Final Four, but I do, do I do think okay. um, I do think UAB will beat North Texas. I've been very impressed with UAB all year long, especially when they got Walker back. Walker was five of twenty-three, and they still won the game. And a vicious beat there as well with the missed free throw and the three-pointer. So I, I would expect UAB to win the, the NIT on Thursday night and uh, beat champs. I'm with you there. Uh, uh, Conference USA All-Championship uh, there out in Vegas in the NIT. I like uh, UAB on Thursday night. And I'm going to close with this. I'm going to talk. There's only two NBA games on Thursday night. Um, but I'll close with this because I've yeah. heard your co-host Mitch Moss reference this one when I was listening to the show the other day. I'm here in Boston following the Celtics very closely. They crapped the bed on Tuesday night. 11-point favorites lost to the Wizards oh. on the road. Bad look-ahead spot to the Bucks on Thursday night. They're in Milwaukee. This is a bounce-back spot for the Celtics. We just opened them as we're recording this, Polly and I, on Wednesday afternoon. We just opened this Celtics plus three and a half in Milwaukee. I'm going to the Celtics wow. in, in this game. They looked yeah. awful the other night. They will show in this game. They've played Milwaukee tough. The reserves pushed the starters to overtime in Milwaukee the last time they played in this building. And you got the Bucks coming back from a four-game road trip. They were in Utah. They were in Denver. Now they're playing Pistons. They're playing Wednesday night in Indy. So they're the home team coming back from a road back-to-back. Celtics are there waiting, mad about getting embarrassed by Washington. Uh, this is a, a spot for the Celtics. Uh, this is a situation for the Celtics. So I'm, I'm playing them on, on Thursday night. I know, I know I've know, i heard Mitch talk about that one. I don't know where you're at on that one, Paul. No, I, I, your analysis is spot on. I totally agree. Uh, you all, Teams always have issues, no matter what the sport is, in the first game back after a long road trip. They just clinched the division. They know they're going to get the one seed. Boston embarrassed themselves against Washington, and I think and you, you're there rare rare example where the road team is sitting there waiting for the yeah. the home team, and you catch them on a back to back, and who knows you might catch a break about who plays. Maybe Milwaukee sits some people as well. So I think you get an angry Boston team, and I think you're on the right side there with that one as well. Yeah, that's the I, I just wrote up that game, and that's the one thing I threw in. I. I all things even, I like Boston in the game, but I know Boston's there waiting. Tatum didn't even play the fourth quarter the other night. I know those guys are going to play. Something can happen in Indy on Wednesday night where a Giannis Absolutely. or a Middleton or a Holiday tweaks an ankle. Uh, we're not going to play him on the back-to-back. So there's a chance that you can get yourself some some good value on this game if you're betting it on uh, before, I guess, the, the Bucks game on Wednesday closes. Um. All right, for Paul Howard, from our friends over at VEASAN, for Julian Edlow, that is a rapid edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast, breaking down the final four. You got a little bonus NIT and Thursday night NBA play in there. Uh, Paulie, thanks for joining us on Unreasonable Odds, man. You got it. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it. All right, thanks again to Paul Howard from VSIN from Follow the Money for joining us on Unreasonable Odds. We're going to close with my best bets for the Final Four and throw in a little bonus NBA bet for you. Um, we'll start with that NBA one. Celtics, Thursday night at the Bucks, plus three and a half on the Celtics there. 
gave some breakdown on the podcast, but I think it's a really good spot for Boston and a poor spot for Milwaukee. So I'm playing it despite the gross Tuesday loss by the Celtics. Final four, FAU and San Diego State. We're going first half under 61, we'll call the number. Um, been some rock fights in those San Diego State games, particularly to start the games. And in the UConn game, for that game specifically, we're going UConn team total over 77 and a half. That's a number they've been obliterating most of the tournament. And Miami, worst defense left in the tournament, uh, below 100 in Ken Palm rankings. So I think Miami's going to give up some points. And then the big play for me the rest of the way is just UConn, minus 125 to win it all. They're by far the best team in the field. And I think it would take a... Uh, a perfect game from any of the opponents left in the field, as well as a UConn kind of just crapping the bed type of game for them to lose. So big bet UConn to win it all. That'll do it for the best bets on unreasonable odds. Uh, that'll probably do it for March madness for us on unreasonable odds. So we will be back probably for an NBA playoff preview sometime in April. That'll do it for Julian Edlow here on a Final Four edition of Unreasonable Odds presented by DraftKings. Odds and lines are subject to change. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.